59 days after the last entry in the log, that ship had traveled four and a half thousand miles across the open ocean, past the rock of Gibraltar, and into the Mediterranean Sea at full sail. And nobody at the helm. What do you make of that? Of course, yeah. Hey, you smell that? I smell bullshit. Again, you moron. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 425, and I'm Scott Johnson. We are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Joining me today, Brian, I think Santos, talking to a picture. What? I think Santos is talking to a picture of his car, Dunaway. You would be correct. That is Santos's car. Oh, hi. <laughs> Congratulations. You found a crappy movie on Netflix. All right. Sorry. Sarcasm's. Is kind of our go-to thing around here. But to answer your question, Mr. Ferryman, yes, the Film Sack crew would be more than happy to help you recover that crappy movie you saw float around on Netflix. It's practically all we do. So, can you describe the movie for us? A giant floating turd. Okay, well, I think that's all I need to know. Say, could you excuse us, Mr. Ferryman? I just need to quick do a quick Film Sack crew sidebar. Hey, guys, I don't think we should do this one. It mm. sounds like this Mr. Ferryman wants us to watch a giant floating turd. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I know that is what we do week in and week out. But what if uh, what if it's one of those uh, ghost turds? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You do all the prep work. But then when you look back, poof, nothing. Just an empty bowl. <laughs> Wait, what was I talking about? I'm sorry, guys. I've been constipated for two weeks. I think I may be septic. Knock it off my damn tugboat. <laughs> wow. Nice. Well, don't worry. The tugboat's destroyed and gone. You don't have to worry about it after that. So, so gone. Also with us, Randy Gabriel Byrne dresses too nice for a ghost ship. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Did I ever tell y'all about the time I ran the most successful salvage and reclamation operation on the high seas? Nope. Yep. <laughs> deluxe towing because the ocean is a flowing and you too are gonna be rich as long as you follow my three obvious rules number one always have a maximum of one of each kind of diversity hire on your crew have a black guy have a white guy but his name is santos have a tough somewhat asexual woman and so forth but never more than one of each I don't know what might happen if you had two women, but it must be bad. Number two, <laughs> always make sure that your dumbest, most stoned crew member is at the helm, driving full speed ahead when visibility is zero. Don't worry. The couple dozen old tires you fasten to the hull will protect everyone. That's why you see tires all over every other vehicle in the world. <laughs> Number three, and this is so vital, fellers. Always pick up people 
you meet in bars when you're in port. Mm. Bring them right onto your boat and take them wherever they want to go. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, everything. An hour and a so half true. of wrong. Uh, with us finally, Brian, the entire crew didn't have the guts in the first five minutes. <laughs> Ibit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. A salvage boat is approaching, and oh, this is too distracting. And we need you to bring your A game if we're going to scare them away. All right. Invisible Tony, where are you? Uh, okay, well, wherever you are, Invisible Tony, you're in charge of messing with the propane so that their ship blows up and they and they leave. Okay, Francesca, might I remind you that this is an R-rated Italian cruise ship, so you're going to need to show your ghost boobs and lure some dude mm. to his death. <laughs> yes, yes, we've all heard your jokes about seamen, and unless you've got some new material, stick to what you do best and seduce people to their deaths, okay? All right, this is not a drill, people. Chef Gunter, if I can pull you away from watching Lost Boys for the umpteenth time, see if you can figure out some new and inventive method to irritate the crew members who are taking our canned food, okay? That's it, people. Look alive out there. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> look alive. Oh my you lord! Lost boys, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Look, I I long How do for you like those maggots, Michael. Oh my lord, the maggots. Hey, how long does a how long does a can of beans good for? It ain't it forty years. Mm. No, it's it's like it's like a year is the recommended. But yeah, but yeah. I saw down Periscope. I know that those for some reason, if you put it on a boat, food right. lasts forever in a can. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, if you really step back for a moment and get out of your, you know, modern society, you know, comfort. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it really the worst thing if you got a can of maggots on a ship because you can eat those? Right. Oh, you yeah, cook them? Right. yeah, no, no, those are Protein. those are. Sure. I mean, it's gross because they're living and moving. But if you're desperate, you would eat a can cook of those uh, things. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they're protein. Actually, right? wouldn't the maggots die in the can? Like absolutely. they can't survive themselves. I think these were supernatural maggots. Yeah. Magnet. Uh, maggots. maggots. I think I yeah. think everything was supernatural, and that's where it goes wrong. Yeah, because. It stops making sense when you're so powerful you can just do anything. Why were why are you doing this then? Yeah, but he's yeah, so not powerful that all it takes is a stab in the knee and then you're suddenly in a weakened state where the girl can blow the <laughs> ship up. Like it's got all kinds of issues. This is Ghost Ship everybody. It came out in 2002. It is directed by Steve Beck, who I do not know, but I bet he's got a devil's haircut on his mind. uh anyway i don't know who that is but uh it's uh stars at the time i would say this is a this is good prime time in 2002 for people like gabriel byrne juliana margulies ron eldard who she was dating pretty heavily at the time uh yeah they broke up right after this thing came out but uh uh other people like carl urban who was pretty new to the scene although he was in um (laughs) which uh the second lord of the rings movies where he first appeared this is my this is my favorite Carl Urban role, by the <laughs> I way. I, I, didn't, I didn't know it was, but apparently it is because all Carl Urban does in this film is try to die. All, yeah. all Carl, it's just like how yeah. how can I kill myself? He's just always. Well, on we it. knew he was he was for the chop at some point, right? Because yeah, yeah, just from yeah. the very beginning, you're like, dude, you're gonna die, and you're not Carl Urban yet, the way we know him today, right. where you might lead <laughs> something. Like you're just a weasel, and you're gonna end up dying. And he died. He had the best death. Like getting yeah. ground up in a Carl giant Urban gear. Got a profile on Grinder, right? <laughs> he was uh, he really ground my gears. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Grinder joke is better, but anyway, the point is that he was going to die, and we all freaking knew it. Uh, and I hated him in this; absolutely freaking hated him in this. So loved him. No, I disagree. He, he, he loved him. He yeah. almost made it to the end. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, and so did Ron Eldard, our second highest credited actor in the film. That's when when I saw the film start, and it goes Gabriel Byrne. All right, Ron Eldard. What? What? The Almost hell? to the I don't end. Even think, I don't even think he gets credited in the opening uh, music of ER. I think he's like right and featuring. You know, when the when the show actually starts. And, oh, and was he on ER? Hey, I didn't know he was on ER. And hey, by the way. Where he and Juliana Margulies met. Oh. By the way, movie which has trope of people being picked off one by one. We, mm-hmm. we never saw Ron Eldard die. No, at all. He's a ch- he's a death in a bucket. Is what the way I yeah. looked at it. Oh, yeah. right. We don't know yeah. if he died. He might he might have gone down with the ship. He mm-hmm. might have been on the bridge where she told him to oh. stay, mm-hmm. stay here, <laughs> and he's just standing there like a good boy. Yeah. Well, we, you know, Detective Quinn did tell us that he killed uh, Ron Eldard. That's true. Detective, yeah, he did. Detective he did. Quinn from uh, Dexter. But he's not reliable. Yeah. No, he's not a reliable actor or character in this thing at all. In fact, I knew from the second he was in that bar that shit was dumb. Like, he, yeah. as soon as he was, like, approaching them and he was acting like a zombie, I went, nah, he's he's the reason this is all going to go to shit. I don't know how yet, but he's the problem and get ready for it. And it turns out he was exactly that. And he was terrible. He was a terrible bad guy. The worst kind. Hated yeah. him. This I don't know. I thought he. I thought he flipped it pretty good. Yeah. What, I, thought he, I thought he described. Yeah, I thought what he, do you mean? Tell me what you mean by that. Oh, so you know he was acting very uh, incompetent mm-hmm. up until a point, and he acted very aggressive. So I thought it was a. I thought it was a good flip. A good switch. A good flip. I. He, I'll yeah. give him. I'll give him. I can't I mean, even. I didn't know that he was the the bad guy until it was. You know, revealed until it was, was too late. Guy. Well, the until minute he was the on the guy. on the boat okay, to hell. Okay, when, okay. So when he the, was giggling about gold, is when I knew it. Oh, can we? Can yeah, we? Yeah. Can we all uh, agree that the greatest flip from sort of diminutive, uh, hunched dude to crazy, scary guy is uh, Ed Norton? Ed oh, Norton yeah. in Primal Fear. Oh yeah, he's good in that. Oh yeah, well, that's a, I mean, we don't. This isn't. This isn't. Yeah. But this is an Ed Norton money movie. This is. And the thing is, Kaiser Sose, Kaiser Sose, still like that. The only problem I have with the Kaiser Sose flip is that you've you've been watching him, and then you see like some shots of him doing crazy action stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're like, that not that guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, that, that, that little guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, th- this movie could have used somebody with the acting gravitas of Ed Norton, but instead we get mm-hmm. a lot of TV actors, and they're okay hey, uh, in you, a lot you of things. Got what you got, and I thought it was. I thought it was great for the budget that it had. I thought it was all right. I think it's terrible and but but also perfect for us. Like like Film Sack was made for this sort of thing. And right. so I, I can't begrudge it too much, but if I'm really gonna be critical about it, the acting's really bad. And these are oh. all people who do fair jobs and all their other acting jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen yeah. all of these people do better. Um I think it's uh it's this director's last uh film. That he ever right. directed, not because he died or anything like that. It was just like, okay, shit, I can't do this, and he just walked away. Um, I don't, I don't know if he's alive. Like it's, it's. This is a guy who really <laughs> fell off the face of the earth, mm. like hard. Like I, may, maybe he's that example, of that thing I always talk about that I want to know. I want to know if there are people who make a bunch of money and just go. Like, yeah. like I've done it. I did my work. I made a bunch of money in four years or something. Yeah. And now they're just living a happy life. I, and well, look at his entire look at the entirety of his credits, real quick here. His right. he's mostly known for visual effects. The Hunt for Red October, he was in there as art director. The Abyss, same thing. Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, and then the In Search of show. He did a bunch of stuff for that in 1980s, the old Spock right. show. 
Then, as director credits, he did 13 Ghosts back in 2001, and then Ghost Ship the following year. Uh, and then, otherwise, he did the... This is my favorite miscellaneous crew credit. <laughs> he did the main title design for Breakin', the movie Breakin'. So, I, I got mad respect for him then. That's a, that's, a, that's a sweet title design. Sure, I guess. But the point is, like, then he's done. He's out at, 20, at 2002, and he, he just steps away. And all I can find on him is not death, but just nothing. Like, hey, that's fine. Steve that's Beck disappeared. Fine. I mean, if you've, if you've got Ghost Ship and 13 Ghost Money and breaking main title oh, design yeah. artist oh. money. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying, I think we all assume one of two things. Uh, retired to a cabin in the woods and doing okay, or this guy had some serious skeletons in the closet. Probably, and, so, and it was ghost? that closet was right about to open. Yeah, <laughs> something know? like that. I mean, it's hard to say, obviously, but yeah, well, this is this is no, seriously. He killed a key grip on set and and went to Morocco or something. <laughs> right. And so, <laughs> okay, so he's he's the other thing too that it's just not really listen to IMDb, but he's done for commercials for. Uh, First Union GMC, Chevrolet, McDonald's and stuff. So, I mean, uh, maybe he's just doing what he wants. I, I I like to think that when people leave Hollywood, they leave because they want to, not because they were ran out of town or something. I, you know, I, I mean, I'm I done. like your I like your I, I prefer your version of it. I hope that's what's going right. on. It's just that there's literally nothing. He's not on any kind of social media. There's no websites. His his uh, Wikipedia page is a is a reproduction of what's on his IMDb page. Just right. out of there. And I'd like to think what happened is he made this movie and went, I have officially made one of the shittiest films in the last 50 years. Good night. And then just walked away. And that was it. Like, you couldn't top that or bottom that, so, I guess. So, shitty or not, I got to admit, I did have fun. Oh, you got to have fun. With this film. I had yeah. a little fun. I had more fun with that first five minutes. I mean, okay. So, Ibbett the <laughs> other day. about the first five minutes. Ibbett says, hey, make sure you, you make your wife watch that first five minutes. And I thought, yeah, what is yeah. he talking about? This is so weird. And yeah. so, we did. Because otherwise, and the reason I said this, because otherwise, you'll watch the first five minutes. You'll pause it. You'll say, honey, you got to come see this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were saving me time is what you're doing. And I appreciate that. Uh, so, I did what you said. And it is one of the weirdest, most memorable <laughs> openings of a horror movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no straight up. Yeah. For for those who didn't watch, and but you still listen to the show, there's plenty of you I know that do that. Uh, this, I, I still don't know who, how The Wire did what it did, but there's a bunch of well, people dancing. We find out later. So. Okay, well, that's true. Yeah. But there's yeah. there are people dancing on the deck. It's basically the captain's ball, which is a thing they used to do. On, dancing on the captain's ball. Maybe they still do. I don't know if they do that now, but um, right. They have all these people, everybody in the world who's tall enough <laughs> to get cut in half by a wire. You must be this, you must be this high to enjoy the captain's yeah. ball. <laughs> there's some real there's some really interesting physics going on there because the girl who got yeah. missed. Em- right. Was, Emily Browning. Yeah. Emily Browning, which we know yeah. from tons of stuff. Uh, yeah. She's 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 she, dead wife in uh, American Gods currently. Yeah. yeah, she's she's naked a lot in movies she is naked a lot yeah, yeah that's her thing now but when she was a, thing she wasn't in this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she wasn't naked in this but there's this there's this really inexplicable moment where I'm, she's being hugged by the captain in a slow dance hug mm-hmm. and the wire has ripped through the crowd and cut everyone in half except for the captain whose face is cut in half but everyone around them is cut at the waist so right. that, he was so bent that over. Wire right. went warm. Right. Right. Yeah, he, oh, was he was he bent, bent over dancing with oh, Emily right. Browning, okay. who's not who's yeah, not but, that short. No, but all right, but everybody cut at the waist. He'd have to be like 
like perpen like a like a right angle. Mm -hmm. I thought everybody was. Enough to just I thought everybody was. I, I thought everybody was cut in the in the rib cage in the in the up. stomach. And and I and I I thought it was very clearly depicted. Like I I didn't have a problem with that at all. I'm I'm interested. It in, seemed in weird. How... Like that was some funky wire business to me. But anyway, the point of it here's the other part that's completely lame. Uh, it's fine for a movie, but in real life, first of all. The, nothing's that sharp that it would just cleanly cut through all of those people without any resistance and right, people falling right. over. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've, I've used, you've used those cheese graters that are basically a roller <laughs> with a wire next to it. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Just it's just that on a bigger yeah, scale. But yeah, but cheese don't have cheese don't have muscle and bone. Yeah. Do you ever have bone? It's going, <laughs> if it's going fast enough. All right. Let's say that you're right. Let's say that's a hundred percent plausible. <laughs> Yeah. I think we need Adam Savage to to try this. Maybe, but if that's, oh, yeah. if, if that's 100% plausible, here's my other take. Yeah. Nobody would just sit there going, hmm. <laughs> Looking around but like, uh, yeah, one of those trees in World of Warcraft, like, oh, am I dead? <laughs> oh, I'm sliding what? off my bottom. Uh, once, awesome. the, once again, I am I am a fan of the effect more so than, than really worried about reality. Just like yeah. we've talked about, you know, melting, melting Nazi faces. It it lasts with you forever. It's not possible. However, it is cool. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean the 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 top half of the body stacked on the bottom half of the body thing. I I think is you know that's I'll give it's it the a few trope. seconds of it is yeah. a trope, and I'll give it the few seconds of oh no, uh, they've been kind of happy. They don't realize it yet. But the guy whose arm is like holding oh yeah, the, cigarette, yeah. the first guy you yeah. see. Gravity would have pulled that arm down right. immediately. It's not going to sit right. there for you know like a yeah like Wiley e. Coyote running in midair <laughs> uh, before it finally drops. I'm glad you brought up the the tree ant things in World of Warcraft when they die because that's what mm -hmm. it reminded me of right. immediately. I was like, oh my right. gosh, yeah. it's like right. those things. Look, it's still I, effective though. I just I, I want to make I, that clear. I don't think this is I, bad. This is the best part of the movie. Right. I don't know what kind of phys physics go goes on in a you know a death ship. I can't say, but uh, you know, maybe this is how it works there. Maybe, Mister Mister Ferryman. Can we can we can we just uh, talk about other movies with this with this trope? Always. where the where a person is cut and for a second or two they don't know it yeah. and then they right. slide apart. Or I got a good one. Right. Okay, what, what is it? What Highlander. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Highlander's good. His head cut off and not realizing it until it starts falling off. We've even had a few on film sack, but I the one I'm going to think of the most in my head is underworld the first underworld with kate beckinsale and all those people um it was bill nye okay yeah at the end he's he's vincent the master vampire guy and he gets, he gets he gets sliced <laughs> with a sword and he looks all nonplussed for a second and then from the tip of one shoulder down to the mid arm of the other side it just sloughs off like a like a piece of separate meat it was fantastic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's definitely a, that's, i think it was definitely a human fear that we have of amputation and oh yeah and oh that, yeah that i mean it, it's yeah. it's very valid mm -hmm. I'm yeah, absolutely we They're... just we just saw it in a uh, piranha 3d mm -hmm. yeah, yeah uh, we true. saw two two girls get bisected uh i always think of the phantom menace uh, uh where uh what's uh, his name darth maul <laughs> darth maul thank yeah. you yeah, yeah. Right. he's it, like oh I had two. I had two ends to my lightsaber, and I still lost. I think the reason that we don't like that or beheadings and things like it is because there is a expectation of a little bit of life left. Like you're going yeah, to yeah. have final thoughts. You're going yeah. to have the that moment of shock, even if it's just shock or whatever. But you're yeah. you're gonna see stuff. You're gonna, and if it's at your midsection, you're definitely not right. dying right away. Right. Like you're gonna the feel good, that. For the a good minute. news is 
The good news is our body goes into shock, so you don't really have to deal with it. Your body's like, nah, I'm turning all this off. Yeah, this is no good. Turn this yeah. on. Unplug no it. No good. <laughs> good night. Did, did you guys notice that this film didn't revel in the gore of anything ever? Never. Like, yeah, not when, really. uh, when the demon uh, hook kills Francesca with a hook yeah. right, and right. lifts her up off the, the floor, like, this movie didn't depict these things real clearly. Right. You, right. you kind of you kind of were supposed to you're supposed to imagine a lot of like the bisecting and so on because mm-hmm. you're not going to actually see it. Yeah. Right. And and they yeah. and they this film also does something that I haven't quite been able to put my finger on, but we're kept at a distance from all the characters. Uh, just it, it felt like I was never close to the characters. It, it felt like the the dialogue wasn't spoken in a way that uh, that felt like I was a part of of the movie. I felt like I was outside of it. Yeah. Distant. I think that that's, uh, I think you're absolutely right. It also wasn't that scary. Like there right. was nothing that really scared me in this movie. There weren't even jump scares and I had headphones on and was right up next to the screen. It didn't really not even, get me. Not even when Carl Urban reached for the clock. No, <laughs> that didn't even get me. The only part that maybe got me a little, Oh, even then. Oh, oh I, when, when Gabriel Byrne finds a freshly poured glass of scotch in the captain's quarters. <laughs> yeah. Or, and he looks up at the mirror. I think that more than that, the one where we're sitting at the table and the bottle starts moving and the camera switches and the hands now moving the bottle. That was actually pretty effective, but it was more creepy than scary. Like I just, I never got like ghost creepy in this at all. Like this isn't the conjuring. This isn't even like sure. that ghost house show that things on Netflix that I like so much. Like there's just none. They don't get ghost right. In my opinion, that, shit that right, just moves right. around and doors that open and shut. That's like base level ghosting, like big right. deal. The the haunting of Isaiah Washington's crotch was the only part that really, felt <laughs> like, you know, ghosty to me. Movie too, the haunting of Isaiah Washington's crotch. Right, yeah. right. I uh, I like him as an actor, but he's oh, so yeah. he's so different here than he is on uh, that Grey's Anatomy business. One of the oh, few likable one of the few likable characters in this film. For yeah, me, it's it's opinion. his his character in the movie Exit Wounds. Mm-hmm. I don't yet. know why I like Exit Wounds so much. Is that the one where he looks like DMX? He's got that DMX hair. Right, yes. Hair. And DMX is the star of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so Isaiah Washington, for some reason, uh, looks like DMX. It's very confusing. <laughs> but I just, I really like the guy. Like, he's just, he's just solid. Like, in Grey's Anatomy, he's like the best thing in Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's good. Very likable. He's super likable. I, I normally I love Carl Urban. I just couldn't stand him in this. He just drove me up a wall. I love that he was so uh, oily. You, I don't you, know what it was. Heavy metal, greasy Carl Urban, basically. Yeah, right. It's your like I'm listening to Megadeth as soon as I'm done with this movie, Carl Urban. <laughs> no, you're totally right. I, I uh, who's who's the other? Um, I mean, Gabriel Burns above all this. I don't even know why he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> that was curious. I was about why are you that. even in this thing? But um, the the guy who played Santos was terrible. Uh, I think. Oh, that- I disagree. I just think I, I. I don't know. I. I thought. I thought Alex. a lot of this. A lot of this casting is is kind of low, lowish budget, right? This mm-hmm. is yeah. before Carl Urban was in the Lord of the Rings and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I thought it was great. Juliana Margoli is amazing. Like she's. Oh yeah. I, you can't. You can't do better than her in this role. This oh, is perfect. I for like her. her a lot. I, I wish she was yeah. in more. I mean, I guess she she's was, in plenty of things, but she's, yeah. you know. She was the heart of this film. The, uh, on The Sopranos was was uh, fantastic. Oh, she mm-hmm. was on that? Wait a minute. She was on that. She was a romantic interest for... Uh, oh, for, for Tony, Tony for, for a while. while. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. I never, I never saw the... What's the deal's... Somebody's wife? The oh, good wife. The good wife. Oh, the good she wife, is yeah. the good wife. Yeah. I heard that was really good. 
Um, yeah. But I never watched that. I mean, for a network show, it was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, what really threw me, though, is that I didn't know Emily Browning was this young at 2002. I thought yeah, she yeah. had a yeah. much mm-hmm. longer career than this. I mean, she was, was born about, about 13 making this movie, yeah. something like that. Um, let's see, born in 88. So, yeah, she did it about 13 or something. Uh, she she's uh, good for this. Like she she's a haunting, weird looking kid. Uh, right. you know, kind of beautiful in a weird way, and then in other ways, freaky and and, so, and weird, and that's can, kind of her her can, thing. Can we try to explain the logic of the thing, though? Yeah. So, like, she um she didn't die in the snap, but mm-hmm. she died. I guess died somehow. Starvation she, over the they, forty years. Well, well, <laughs> they actually yeah. they show her body hung, and oh, okay. right, right, in, right. in the beginning, yeah. in the beginning, we think that she hung herself because no one else died and she was just alone but if she'd hung herself she would have committed a sin right but she didn't okay right right. so that's the thing as long as you don't commit any sins you're you're in limbo with this demon this demon can't take you so he needs you to be sinful and then he gets to then he gets to load your your corpse onto this ship and it's like okay i get that but then if everybody who died on the boat was commissioned you know commissioned to sin then how at the end do they all get to be part of the Northern Lights? I don't understand. Like, I need logic to go all the way to the You've end. Been forgiven. Right. Come on I, up. I think the, <laughs> the idea, right? I think the idea was somewhat very loosely as this: that uh, that these are only some of these people were only light centers, very lightweight centers <laughs> that could get to be redeemed. But if he could get a whole boat full. Then he could get like a bulk discount or something. It could could make it happen. Even yeah. Emily, oh. even the Emily Browning character was supposed to be going. So, are we saying that Juliana Margulies was the redemptrix? Like she's yes, the mother absolutely. of Jesus. She is. She is definitely of of the of the better. She's just Ripley. She's just Ripley right. in this, right? Just Ripley. She's Ripley. no, but she's Madonna by this sort of like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she she somehow in blowing up the boat saves all those souls right, right. she, she converts she's, them she's from being Ripley, though because she, you know up until that point she is the right low woman maybe a... maybe they got maybe they got a uh, time served you know <laughs> they've been on there 40 years that's, maybe that's good maybe. Yeah, i like that uh, you, thank you right you fixed like, it. You paid your dues uh yeah you're you know you've been absolved yeah that's right great. there's also this trope around it where the ghost you think the ghosts are the problem in the beginning like they're going to be the 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 great conflict and in the end they're actually benevolent and they're also kind victims. and victims yeah mm-hmm. instead it's this one demonic dude who you know is collecting souls and pretending to be a uh, you know whatever he's be- pretending to be and the ending of this movie made me want to pull my freaking hair out because oh, oh it. no he's not i loved really it oh, i, I it. loved it I hated it I how loved they, it. How did they salvage the crates off the sunken ship? <laughs> yeah, that goal's not real, man. In the time between when she's picked out of the ocean and she's loaded onto an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. the ferryman, that's his, he's like a <laughs> leprechaun. He's got his own <laughs> bounty of gold. He Is that what's going on? Because okay. the gold seemed to be yeah. the thing that tied him to all of it, right? Yeah, the d- yeah. Dirty gold or whatever. Yeah, that's his, that's his bag of uh, temptation, I suppose. Wow. All right. Yeah, you... Yeah. Somehow you made it better by saying it that way. <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but you did. By the way, have we ever talked about the trope of the decoy protagonist? No, but if we're gonna, mm-hmm. so that would be th- that would be when you think you have a protagonist and they don't actually ever do anything, and that's Captain Murphy in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Like 
you think, oh, he's going to be like the leader of the nope. He does nothing. Yeah, he yeah. has no impact on this. Like he's not at the helm when they re- wreck into the ship. He makes yeah. no real meaningful decisions. It's kind also of remarkable. Terrible, also has like the weakest death. He's just like, where's he at? I haven't seen him in a while. Let's go check on him. Oh, he's floating like a yeah. dead beta fish in a tank. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah, it's a weird thing to, for them to mess with. Also, uh, this movie felt like a PG-13 movie that at the last second they said, ah, just put in the stuff that yeah. makes it R. Like yeah. it's is, fine. Is, is ghost tits? Is that is that rated R? Ghost no, tits. No, I mean I think that I think that everybody getting half cut in half scene probably is. Yeah, that was pretty rough. I don't know. It didn't it, seem that I, gory to me. What I think got it was just language and, and boobs. um oh boobs. I forgot about boobs. Yeah, there were boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone are the days. By the way, when you could do like I remember when we were growing up, PG got you some boobs. Yeah, oh, right. not you, now. You couldn't. You couldn't have a teen movie without at least one boob. Oh, yeah, right. always. Or even just movies like, you know, Airplane, PG. You got boobs in the yeah. airplane. Uh, if you watched airplane. Uh, the, the first Clash of the Titans, butt and boobs, and that was mm-hmm. PG. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> PG-13 came along, and then suddenly it got more stringent even about who was going to get the boobs. And it, it, that only that's that's reserved for our business these days, I think. Right. But anyway, well, we, we have some clips. Which, to, is, which is fine, for, fine with me, because most of the time uh, the, the shots were... N- never served the story mm-hmm. but yeah. however it kind of served it here to, I, to I, the temptation of isaiah washington's crotch it you know, <laughs> ended up at the yeah. bottom of that he, he was ready to roll, i dude. gotta i gotta He's join up with crotch. brian dunaway i uh, as i usually do i'm glad we watched this movie i yeah. enjoyed watching this movie yeah, yeah. it, it is not out. as bad as people have made it out to be i think it was no, it's, fun it's, time it's fun. yeah 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 like i'm i'm if it said it earlier it's kind of a it's uh, you you know you had a good time watching it but i can't call it good like it's not good right no, no it's definitely not a good film no but it's, but no. it's entertaining and it's perfect for film sack like, yeah it's a great yeah. it is a great film sack film and it's the second in less than a month i think uh movies that we've done about salvagers underwater salvage oh, people and yeah, yeah. Second, uh, gabriel byrne too oh wait mm-hmm. what uh what was he in he was in the Musketeers. The, the oh, uh, that's right. yeah, of course. Right, another Scott movie Mark where Mark I felt like he's just paying the bills because he's Iron too Mask, good. Yeah. yeah, Man in the Iron, uh, <laughs> Man in the Iron, Three Musketeers. That's the guy. That's right, Man uh, with the Iron Sprinklers. I love the set of this place, the the actual set of the ship. And did, it's, you, did you do any reading about how they filmed it? No, that it was. I, I'm it curious. was really clever yeah. that they they started out trying and trying to find a boat, and they realized they just couldn't do what they wanted to do, so they just built sets. Mm. And it really felt like they filmed on a boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reflective stuff boat. they used was really cool. The way the water looked like it was reflecting through portholes and stuff. And then there's just a rusted out kind of uh, Resident Evil quality to everything, right. which I thought was so, great. Set design was awesome. That stuff so awesome. uh, our director pulled some strings and got uh, the visual effects uh, people from uh, who just did Scooby Doo, which we've seen on here. Yeah, they just done the Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> Fantastic! I mean, yeah, look, so, he's got friends so, in high, low places. Absolutely, and yeah. I think they did a much better job in this film. The, of uh, oh, of of creating Special atmosphere effects. and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Scooby Doo stuff doesn't hold up very well. I don't. It think. was so Scooby Doo. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, er, early on, uh, early on, there's what se- what looks like a helicopter shot where you see the whole ship underway in the ocean and people dancing on it and so on. And uh, turns out that was miniatures, and and they they erased the miniature so that they could go back in and CGI the the you know the ship and the people. 
And I thought for 2002, it looked real good. Hmm. Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think it's, um, it's got that stuff. Like there's bits of it where you're like, Oh, all right. You made a movie here. This isn't some low budgety hoo-ha, but then I'd hear dialogue and go, no, this is shitty. You're just all talking garbage. <laughs> like there were, there were extended bits of dialogue where it was so bad. Right. I, I really felt like, dude, you know how many starving writers there are in Hollywood? Freaking. <laughs> I think the main problem was since this was an ensemble cast, they never stuck with any character long enough to really develop anything. And, and that's so, the thing. That's the thing. I mean, we I mean, all Juliana Margulies and and Gabriel Byrne. I feel like they're, you know, her crushed uh, appearance when she saw him floating in the water, right? Because he was like a father to her. that. That was believable to me. That uh, reaction. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, yeah. We didn't really care. Who cares about Ron Eldard and uh, uh, Carl Urban? And <laughs> I and cared about Carl Urban thing, way more the, than I should have. The, the movie lets you know that it's going to kill them by not doing anything with them in the first place. And, right. and that's too bad because like that first bit where they're towing, uh, sinking something and yeah. she repels over to it and get, they have to like weld a thing in place underwater, holding their breath without a mask on. That's all weird. Uh-oh. But yeah. like, like you see that and it's like, Whoa, <laughs> That that could have been just like a minute longer, and you would have gotten to know those characters a little better. Do you guys yeah. in the in the trope of like some only one person survives and everyone gets picked off one by one? Do you prefer that one survives, or do you always like it when like two survive? And often they're like the most, you know, personalities are opposite or whatever, but they right. they make it together and they whatever. I, yeah. How do you prefer I like that? Two because then there are two people to corroborate the story when they're picked Eggs. up and you're wondering why there's like 11 and, people dead and these and, are the only two people right. to tell. Yeah, that's why right. I like one because everybody treats you like you're a lunatic and that's always good for a sequel, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear yeah. there were aliens. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. I think I like the two because I feel better for them yes. moving right. into the future that I can't see. And now yeah. they've and, got another person that they can kind of, oh man, we went through that. We got through it on the other side together and we can, mm-hmm. we're a support structure. And, but you're, yeah. you're kind of killing your sequel chances though there, right? Yeah. I mean, sort of. Like, look at uh, Aliens. They had a bunch of survivors and then they started. Oh, in Aliens, yes. Yeah, Only one and, in Alien. <laughs> well, that's my point. In Aliens, they had all these survivors, but at the end, or sorry, the beginning of Alien 3, they kill off all the other sympathetic Yeah, that's because characters. they said, they said I need to make a sequel, but look what you did in part two. How am I supposed to do it oh now? Oh my gosh, I'd never thought of this. You, <laughs> you might be right, dude. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. that <laughs> huh. Suddenly my whole opinion of that might change only slightly because I still think only three slightly. starts really right. I would have had, I'm, I'm with Brian, I would have had Greer also survive mm. and, and, and literally have him and Epps get loaded into the same ambulance side by yeah, side. Yeah. Oh my god. That would have been way more powerful to have them yeah. both. Here's that, you know no. what would have made that perfect? They get they 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 get in that ambulance, they're taken to a Chicago hospital, and then they decide the doctors <laughs> there decide to transfer them to Seattle. So this way you got the wow. ER and the Grey's Anatomy okay. dude in every possible scenario that recalls yeah. their careers on TV. I, I'm absolutely down with the Greer surviving as well. I would like to to meet his fiance and try to explain his regret. I'd like to see me really beat up though. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. hanging on. Yeah. yeah. That would have yeah. been good. Yeah, I would have uh, yeah. I, I just I'm a I'm a fan of two. Technically two survived because uh Ghost Quinn survived as well. Oh right. Who whose only weak spot apparently is a knife in the foot. 
underwater. Yeah. So. <laughs> he 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 takes damage, but he's apparently able to recover very quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Kind of uh, like a. Uh, uh, I guess. I mean, they, that's the problem, though. They don't really explain him. Like his his right. his ability to do whatever he does isn't very well explained, and why he needs to bother with any of these people is it just to get the boat fixed? That was it, right? That's the yeah, whole... yeah. He needed the boat fixed because he needed the souls so he could please management in hell. Right. With I love the that number. He, I love that he won't just say what he's talking about. He got to right, work with right. management. Okay, whatever, yeah. dude. What you euphemisms? Yeah, but why couldn't he just fix it himself? You know, no, like, he's, he's so he's powerful. A, he's a ghost. Yeah, but... he's so powerful though. He's able to manipulate metal. We see him swing a beam around and hit Epps in the face. Yeah, like, he has full-on p- force power, that guy. That anno- yeah, he, really but annoyed he, but he, me. But he still don't know how boats work, so, you know. That's, that's true, I guess. But I, I really just like it when they define a, a, a antagonist's uh, range. Like, what, what are they capable of? And if it's all mysterious, yeah. And if it's mysterious, I, keep it mysterious. I think it's, yeah. Well, I think it's more that he's a manipulator. It's like it's like it's beneath him. He often he often acts like things are beneath him. It's like eh, I don't feel like fixing the boat. Yeah. I'll but, go to I'll go to the shore and talk some fools into it. And while in the meantime, also get some extra souls. Yeah, two for one. Why, did Did any of you notice that all seven deadly sins were depicted? Yes, yes. yes. Wait, wait. Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw kept lust. looking for it. I assumed it was. I be saw there. lust. Who was gluttony? Was it them eating the things, the beans? Uh, um. Well, yeah. Dodge rat poison in the food. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's gluttony. Okay. Uh, there is like, let's see. So there's pride. Oh, pride is Carl Urban Munder's character, right? Is that? Oh, I don't that's, know. That's that's not that's not bad. I I was thinking of um, uh, uh, Greer. Uh, Greer was like adultery, right? Well, his, with, yeah, his was lust. Well, that yeah, so that would be lust, lust. Yeah, right? Lust, yeah, there's yeah. a a number of of uh versions of that with the the francesca character who of course is in a red dress that's so tropey guys yeah she okay i know i'm not supposed to laugh at that part but when he fell through her and down the shaft i laughed really hard (laughs) yeah and then that's what she like here's my real ugly ghost self yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah here's my old lady ghost self goodbye and then him but him falling through her and dying i don't know why that was so funny i laughed really hard that should have been sad and hard to watch right it wasn't but it wasn't actually her right it's the demon pretending to be her. okay now that's my question because they weren't consistent there either are the ghosts good or aren't they is it was it her who's got this evil twisty thing where she wants to drop men down a shaft or was that somebody else i don't think it's clear that it's him it, right, to, to me right. it's clear to right. me they just make it seem like oh well that ghost is just a bit of a bitch and everybody else is okay i guess right I think, so i think fairy man can use the you know the image the the person of the people yeah. who's he's a changeling trapped. right he's a changeling of sorts right that's what i was guessing but that why was, was he, he so he's a ghost and then he changes to old lady ghost like why bother yeah why, that's uh, that's my big question that's that's where the logic falls apart like yeah. it's, 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 it's so he's freaking easily powerful. amused yeah. he's easily amused by these things he's amused by his own cleverness because it struck me that they were just in the script went, hey, we need to have a moment here where a ghost does something really gnarly. How about right. that? And I did that. I'm going to agree with you on that, Scott. The, the script, I read a little bit about the script, uh, and it was actually sold to the actors uh, is, is a different script. The script that the actors read and agreed to was not the script that was delivered. It was a lot different. <laughs> the irony of a bait and switch with this. Yeah, movie. yeah. He is the ferryman. <laughs> 
Would you? Okay, here's one other question. This is a very dumb question. Do you think that Greer mm-hmm. uh, did, fell down that shaft and died on those stakes or those mm-hmm. spikes? It was a, it was a, a cabling, right? Was it a it full? Was, was it a full? Do you think he had a full bone bone when he landed <laughs> that quickly? I mean, I, uh, no. I I've heard when you die, you, you sometimes you get a bone bone. So uh, oh, I always heard you, you pooped your pants. Is what I heard. That that too. Yeah, you just you just everything just out. Yeah, that's how it works. Everything's right. just out. You're you're right. you're you're uh, you're a belly buttons and Audi now. You, it's you not blow up. Okay. Yeah. You inflate. <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize how much we're all holding in every day. I guess so. You know what? That's my yeah. worst fear is that if, <laughs> well, that I'm going to die in some sort of public setting and just fall to the ground, and the first thing out right. of me is going to be well, well, all those oh, yeah. all those muscles we don't control, but they they're contracted because we don't mentally control them. They they you know they release. Yeah. Or, or what's that called? The uh, atomic muscles, anatomic, no, aton, atomic system, atomic, automotive. No, it's auto, it's automatic. That's correct. And they, and it's all the stuff we have, like our heart beating and our breathing right. and the stuff you don't our normally spin, have to think about. Our muscles. Yeah. Which mine right now, I can, I'm very aware of it suddenly. Yeah. I'm constantly holding in. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing kiggles right now. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone else did anyone else think that the ferryman, the bad guy dude, looked a lot like um uh Trump's son in law? What's his name? Oh Jared uh, Kushner. Jared Kushner. Oh, I didn't no. think of that. Just no, like I thought he looked like the guy from Dexter that uh, was always chasing Dexter and he was the guy from Dexter who was right. always chasing Dexter. Yeah, that was literally that guy. He's he's good in Dexter. He's terrible he's in really this. Really good in Dexter, yeah. yeah. But he's terrible in this. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was way over the top, but this whole movie was way over the top. So I think I think he was one of the few actors that actually got it. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's fair. You, I, when he does his little transformation, it becomes less of a weenie and more of a listen. You don't know what you're yeah. doing. Like his voice and he changes. Does, he does that on the bridge right in front of Ron Eldard. Yeah, and and I'm like, that's the oh okay, and I got all excited like, yeah, we're gonna go to town, and then we're just cut away. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, huh? And they tell about it later. I it's wonder like, why. Oh. I wonder why. Like I, I just the rest of the movie, I'm just like, what, what didn't go right with that scene? He's not the guy in Legion, is he? Am I thinking of oh Dan Stevens? Nobody is what I'm looks like of. him, right? Is it? A little bit. They're not Legion yeah, the show. Like the, Sorry, Legion the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, the one yeah, where Legion the movie. Uh, people are begging no, for us to watch that. By the way, people are. I know. Oh, I'm, yeah. one of the, I'm one of the ones begging us to watch that. <laughs> so terrible, isn't it? Love it. I think it's, oh, Paul Bettany's one I'm thinking of, which is totally not at yeah, all like that yeah, guy. But sure. they they kind of got like a a thing in common. It kind of. Like an attitude that is that? Works. I mean, I, sorry to shift gears. Is that on, that's on our list, isn't it? That's got to be. Should yeah. be. It's on. It's streaming right now. We should put that I'll, in. Somewhere I'll take care so. of it. What? Yeah. Let's get. Let's get Legion in there. Get, get on that. Get yeah. On. Why isn't Legion so, being watched? Anyway, was there a thing that uh, gross Scott out the most? Yes. Is the, are the, is the canned food too like the, no, the canned food? That's too easy. It's too proppy. Carl Urban did actually have to put live grub right. worms in his mouth. Well, to shoot I, that. they make it look like he does, but he doesn't. Like, yeah. It, it, to, to me those things are too contrived and too set up and they're effective, you know, visually, but I, then those sorts of things never gross me out. Well, I think like real wiggling. Right. Oh, I don't think he was, the stuff on his tongue wasn't moving. Oh, he, right, he just, right. it looked like a mouthful of rice pudding or something. He was, it did. It really yeah. did. Yeah. They were, now, I, I, I looked at that I, very I, closely. Cause I was like, all right, well, here's a moment where I need to be paying attention very closely 
to see if this grosses me out or not. And I was like, yeah, that's just mush. That's- I, I think I know. I, I think an implied gross out might have been what got uh, Scott. I think Gabriel Burns character Murphy picking up that 40 year old open container of scotch <laughs> and contemplating drinking it is what got Scott. You is did. That-, that was it. Yeah. Really? You totally right. nailed it. This idea of somebody's poured drink that's been sitting there. Cause at that point he doesn't know uh, how old it is. Yeah. It's not in the, yeah. Right. Right. It wasn't in the bottle or that you're talking about in the glass. Yes. So, yes. The bottle. Fine. That, you know, yeah. age, that's what whiskey is. But the, the point that they're, you know, they did this, this open glass is just sitting in the <laughs> ship long before he knows there's ghosts there. Yeah. Dude, and you're about to drink it before you get the yeah. mirror thing. I'm like, come, dude. Just even thinking about it is like, no, stop. Maybe he's yeah. that kind of alcoholic. It's just gone so right. far that it doesn't matter. He's <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Like I don't know, but I just that that did gross me out. Nothing else in the movie really got me because the rest of it was just made up, contrived, whatever. There were no awkward kisses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no, you know, lip smacky. None of the stuff that usually gets under my skin. But that right. did. I didn't like that. Uh, also, how much work would you go through to dress yourselves up in 40 plus year old, uh, meat locker wrapper things? Oh, yeah. How long s- do they have to wait for, for, uh, Margulies to show up? Yeah. I was, I was so mad. I was so mad at the slackness of this whole group because they kept always talking about, there's no way we can get all the work done in two right. days. And all they did was goof off. Yeah. And and the only time they worked was for like half a minute uh, in in the movie. Like, it's like, okay, it's time to, it's time to get serious. And it took them like 10 minutes or something Mm -hmm. to patch the boat up. I was just so mad. It was obnoxious. Yeah. Uh It just annoyed me. So when they did that, I went, all right. In fact, as soon as I saw one of their heads turn, I went, it's those guys. Why are they in here? Why would you go through that trouble? And and also put on your body and face a thing that's that disgust. Okay, that grossed me out too. So there you go. Two things right, grossed right. me out. Two things. That that the implication of what you're wearing. That's old meat. Like what? What is that even called? Meat I don't. Bags. Meat bags. It's old meat bags. Meat sacks. Yeah. Get out of the meat bags. It's like putting a forty year old cow scrotum on your head. <laughs> Not cool. And when they found the the clean ones that were still wrapped in plastic and and climbed into those, that's there was nothing. Feature. There was nothing clean on that boat. And if I heard them one more time say how beautiful the ship was when they were looking at trash, yeah. I'm like, no, no, yeah, it's not beautiful. Did you guys know that Gabriel Byrne actually replaced Brian Cox? What? Who I like okay. a lot. He's a hey, cool. No, actor. is that right? Because wasn't Brian Cox in Death Ship, which? What? From the 80s, no. Which is almost just like this. Really? I don't know what Death Ship is. Death Ship. 1980. Oh. Uh, oh, this looks like this. a mysterious ghostly freighter rams and sinks a modern day cruise ship where survivors climb aboard the freighter and discover that it is a World War II Nazi torture, torture vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Kennedy. Let's see. Uh, no, I don't see Brian Cox on that list. All right. But Brian Cox had to do the ring, so he backed out and did the ring. And uh, Gabriel Burns took his parking spot. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, Also, there were 92 dead people in this movie. And I don't know how they came to that number because I understand the cast that died. We count those. But how do you know how many of those ship people Maybe they were counting the ghost. Yeah, there you go. They were flying up. They're just like one, two, two, three, four. (laughs) 
already counted that one. We have a bunch uh, now that came around from the other side. Yeah. Three, six, nine, 13. Okay. We got it. I think we got it. 92. It's a really weird thing. Uh, that's all I really have. Do you have other things about this movie? I mean, you know, ships, ghosts, oh my. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. It's, you really got to, got to check your, uh, you know, your sensibilities at the door right. and yeah. try to not logic it because it, it's just, it's supposed to be a wild ride. Uh, I, I, it's, it's the fifth element, uh, not the fifth element. It's event horizon. Mm. It's event horizon on a boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, oh, good call. Yeah. yeah. And, and like that is a supernatural tale is what I'm saying. So yeah. uh, don't think too hard and have fun. Yeah. I, I do have one question. I couldn't figure out what Emily Browning's, character was playing with that was that puzzle that oh, she had it's like a, a white, uh, like a rubik's, thing, right? rubik's rope kind of thing going on it was yeah. did you uh, i swear when we were kids we had something like this but it was like those that snake that you would rubik snake but that had, this one had letters and stuff i thought it was like some yeah. sort of key to unlock something else mm-hmm. but it never really became that right like it wasn't the oh if we enter these words into this safe then we'll get the gold but it looked right. it looked a lot like um a, a cross like a physical crossword puzzle, yeah yeah right that was right. laid out like that. Exactly, I've never yeah. seen that before. So if that was a thing that existed in 1962, you got me. It, I'm sure it was. It's just like that's a really limited toy. Like mm, there, right. there's only so many things you can spell out when you four. have four four sides, right? And like come on, when that's they just not and we, are we to assume when they took her into that room when she was a girl yeah, with the switchblade that that was where she died. Yeah, they 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 hung her because we we were led to believe early on that she was also a sinner because she killed herself, and then we found out later that she was killed. And so I, you know, I don't know. That was foolish on Ferryman's part because if you kill her when she's innocent, then you kind of locked in your loss. Okay. Right. Okay. You can't you can't make her a sinner after that, right? Was was uh, Santos a sinner because he had sex with his car when no one's looking, or what? What was his deal? Why did he get stuck there? <laughs> Was was he was he the greediest one? I was trying to remember exactly he, he what. The, oh, you know he was because he was the one who was like, "We're gonna be rich, hundred million dollars." Yeah, yeah. mm. He yeah. was the most the most uh, vocal about right. that. All right. So he any any coveted things, I suppose. So yeah, just very worldly and possession. Well, good job, Santos. You you now mm-hmm. you're the hound and you're alive in the ship. Well done. Uh, well, let's play some clips. I got clips that are yeah. uh, available to us to play, and they are about this film. And I'm going to play this one here because of how stoked these guys are. So here's here's them early in the film, reveling in their most recent catch, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Well, here's to the best damn salvage crew in the business. <laughs> yeah, we did it, guys. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> all right, nice work. Yeah. <laughs> we did it, yeah, guys. We did good. High five. Let's add some more voices in post. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's to the finest crew in Starfleet. There you go. <laughs> I would have preferred that movie. Oh. Uh, here's a nice line from McCoy. Everybody knows you Navy boys. Take it up the ass. <laughs> yeah, Eldar over there laughing. He thinks that's funny. Uh, here's a digital watch comment, because why not? Hey, it's a watch. Congratulations, buddy. No, look again, you moron. It's a digital watch. Did they, they ever resolve that? Like, the idea was just that somebody yeah, else had been, been there. He'd been collecting souls for a while. Right. And that was yeah. Uh, so this was to, this was to explain to you, the viewer mm. that people have come and gone and died on this ship recently. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 
I buy it, it did, I guess. It, it clearly didn't get through. No. Like, to, like, it didn't work. It didn't work on me. To yeah. me, it was just but like, oh. The only, thing, the only thing that got through to me was back in uh, 2002, we must have been really hot on the word congratulations for sarcasm. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yeah. You found a ship. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You found a watch. Yeah, right. We didn't. It didn't change until... Um, 2009 when christian bale taught us to say oh good for you and then it changed good for you here's one for you in post what in post what are these are the i don't know what this is here it is what the oh people oh, okay oh, no, it is. When nobody people, says that no yes. one says what the when they see a thing ever what yes. the? i actually did write that down in my notes and i forgot to bring it up what, what the what the i hate that just yeah. finish first of all if you're just gonna if you're gonna do it say a whole sentence Say what the F, what the hell, what the what the H. Say something. But don't say whoop. What the? Whoop. What the? Uh, here's a thing. Stop dragging ass. Stop dragging ass. All right. Uh, here's some bad dialogue. Enjoy. We have the materials. We have the manpower. Why don't we just build a raft and get off of this thing? I told you guys earlier that there was something seriously wrong with this boat. The longer we stay here, the less chance we have to survive. You want to build a raft? I want to build a raft. Eps, even with the warrior, we were stretching to get this done in three days. We can't do this. I can't do it. Munder, you're the best bot welder I know. Jeez, everyone just get off this boat. You all suck. Oh, my gosh. That's that's classic horror stuff. I mean, that's the classic. What's the right answer? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and let's all let's all go around the table and we all have different opinions yeah. because we got to explain we got to explain why in the world would these people stay on this boat. Right. And you got to get all heated about it. And yeah, everybody's got to be got to be a whole thing. Yeah, I totally totally can see that. All right. Here's a swallow sound, which I didn't like. It was almost my gross pick. Here you go. There you go. Did you hear that? <laughs> I thought you meant, I thought you meant it hurt. Oh, dude. I didn't even hear that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Freaking Greer. It's when Greer, just before uh, Greer got sent to the past or whatever. Right. That sounds like a that sounds like a video game gulp. It does to me, too. It's definitely in post. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Do not like. All right. Here's a great exchange that maybe is my best clip of the day. Here you go. I'm going to get you like a lifetime supply of titty magazines and toilet paper. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever, Beavis and Butthead. What is this? <laughs> right. It kind of feels like they they didn't memorize their lines. Yeah. Right. And they're just like saying some things that sound like what their memory of the lines are. Yeah. Right. It's lines. really bad. Uh here's a screen yeah, for you. Like is it toilet paper? Yeah, toilet paper, you know, and titty magazines. I'm gonna get you like a lifetime supply of titty magazines and toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> They're all loaded up on maggots. They don't even know they're eating. It's great. All right, here's a scream for you. All right, that's one right there. Hey, look at this acting. This is also bad. We may just get out of this yet. Zillionaires. Zillionaires. (laughs) No, millionaires. We know. It's like we're 300 million. Why are you saying zillionaires, dumbass? Especially because you have to split it. Oh, Carl Urban, dude. You're so bad in this. Uh, here's a funny joke that I don't know if they meant to tell. Oh, shit. Number two's clogged. Who's going? You go. Number two's clogged. <laughs> what ghost got out the most? <laughs> what was the second one clogged? Was it a ghost clog? So he had to go down there and then get ground up? Was that yeah. how? Okay. Ghost clog. Ghost clog. It's like, yeah. that's, when you, that's when you take a ghost crap uh-huh. and then and then the toilet stops. You're like, how? Yeah. For those oh. for those who don't know what Dunaway's talking about, there just we should probably educate and take a moment to educate. 
sometimes you take a big dump and you're sure you know you did it, but you get up and there's nothing there. Right. It's just gone. And the assum- the assumption everyone called him when I grew up it was called a ghost poopy. Uh, but when you, uh, but you know what happens, it's basically, it's actually kind of a good thing. Cause that means you had an aerodynamic, yeah. perfectly formed Shoot. dump Shoot. and low in fat because it, everything that you, everything that you expelled did not have anything that would float. Right. So like, and it just went like a torpedo down and up, just down and up. It's pretty great. Right. I mean, happens. if we could do that, we could save all kinds of water on flushing. I imagine the, a world, yeah. a, a future where this was true. All right, how about this? Uh, these lines are bad. I'm sinking the boat. It's taking its last victim. But that'll kill us. We're going to have to take our chances. What about the gold? That's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's We're real bad. We're going to take our chances. <laughs> and again, uh, by the way, if the demon needs them to repair the boat because it keeps running into rocks and it's going to sink and it's his only way to collect souls and he needs them to help, why isn't he helping them? Yep. Why is he trying so hard to keep them from repairing the freaking boat? Yep. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Right. Yeah, he correct. only needed the few, right? He only needed the three skilled workers. Uh oh, did he? Yeah. I don't know how that works. Three skilled. Oh, oh, right. Because he can well, do because of the... the 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 three skilled workers want to get out of there fast enough to fix the boat. Yeah. Right. It's like the the Sandals was not skilled. Red right. shirt from the go. Oh no, yeah. He was red shirt from the start. Um, okay, I, this is called What Are You? So here you go. What the f*** are you? I'm a salvager. Just like you. Uh-huh, sure. Mm, yeah. See, that would have like been, cool, been a cool name, too. Salvager? Salvager. Salvager. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah be better fun. than Ghost Ship. Yeah, Ghost Ship, come on. Ghost Ship. Well, actually, that name, I think, leads you into into expectations that the movie can't uphold and drives down the rating of the film in the end. Like, yeah. I, I really think if that if that name was better, it would have set your mind in a different place. Like, right. My- I, I, I see this name and I'm just like, oh, so I'm going to have like ice tea fighting ghosts, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, stop it with your better ideas, Randy, because that's a better <laughs> idea. All right, here's a bang and then a scream. Enjoy. Ah! That's when he got stabbed. Ah! That guy. All right. Uh, well, that's that. That's our, those, those are these. The car horn guy, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a little like that guy. All right, we're going to do this now. Hold your butts. Uh, film stat checklist. They should have called this movie "Slice of Life." Check because yeah, you know mm-hmm. people got sliced. Uh, when ER and Grey's Anatomy meet, check. And Carl Urban really grinds my gears because mm. <laughs> you know gear, that's where he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, Star Trek connection. We only have one, and it's Carl Urban. He played Mundy in this. In uh, Star Trek, he was, of course, the he's our current JJ verse Doctor McCoy. And a fine, a damn fine, good one, I believe. I think he's very, very good in that surprising role. that a few of these other actors weren't in Star Trek. Ron Eldard, I figure, could have done a Star Trek, you know, lieutenant or something somewhere, mm-hmm. or showed up on a ship and in a DS9 in visitor or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally like a ghost it. ship. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Star Star Trek had multiple, especially TNG. They had like haunted storylines, yeah, right? Did, they did oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget Crusher's grandmother. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. no. no. Hold on. Now I have to play it. This is the rule. We have to play that one. Yeah. All right. I think it's. 
Oh man, does it just crusher? I don't know how I would have called this. Riker. Uh, Wesley. No, it's Doctor Crusher. Beverly. Beverly. I don't have it. Remember, oh. friends, when you are saving things and you're tagging them uh, today, you're doing future you a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe this is it. No. 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 I can't find it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, where the heck were we? Oh, it's uh, the uh, soundtrack grade. I give it a KP for kind of poop. It just didn't really stand out and it's fine and whatever. It's one of those movies where you just don't think about it. Oh. Yeah. This movie could have had a great score. Mm hmm. No, there's nothing there's nothing stopping them from just getting a, a better score made i agree they could have done better they had the money they did okay with the money with the budget yeah they're all right yeah there's there's a lot of bad cgi for the boat on the outside like that yeah. explosions and stuff yeah. did not look when great the, when they've got the pump going and it's starting to shoot water out the side that looked like a matte painting of a boat or like a a photoshop of a boat with just like a little stream of water added to yeah it. like a little pee out the side thing going on uh let's do the twitter post 140 sorry 280 characters or less this is uh the way we do it randy you start go ship what happens when you get six men and one woman together at night and get them all wet just like a saturday night at Ebbets house yes yes <laughs> i was ready for that one could have been any movie with water in it. Bad. uh brian dunaway go ship like a box full of gold hoarded rats what the Two decapitated thumbs up. Oh no! <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> nice. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Ghost ship. You might find the opening five minutes a little divisive. I was split on whether it was good or not, and if I'd seen this movie in the theater and gone half Z's on a movie ticket, I might have demanded my money back, <laughs> or at least half of it. <laughs> right. Very nice. I like the way Wait. all I went down that path. Yes. What are you gonna say? I didn't think about it until I read my Twitter post, but. What was up with those rats in the in the gold? I mean, I mean that seems like the most inhospitable place for a rat to go. Like you would think they would hang out with the maggots, right? It's like the maggots in the. Also, also by the way, that gold weighs a lot more than you're depicting. Is so boring. Like I am so tired of any time gold is ever depicted. It's wrong. Yeah, that's. I mean, even when he was tossing it hand to hand, that didn't seem right. Didn't seem right to me. Yeah, you're tossing a 150-pound little brick yeah. from hand to hand. Yeah, 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 yeah that's you. Uh, where would you even, like, let's say you got off the ship with that. Would you melt all that down and sell it? Like, how would you conspicuously get your get your gold that, worth out of well, it? Well, that's the you thing. These, these gold bars aren't marked, so you're yeah. just going to go sell them. Yeah. Would you like, just, anyone will buy them. Really? Like, yeah. where would I go if I had a brick of gold suddenly? Where would I go? What would I do? I, gold arts. <laughs> I'd go to cash loans uh, and gold purchasing. Yeah, Eldar's <laughs> Quicken loans. I'd go over there. Okay, so Scott, yeah. just just searching Salt Lake City. You could go to AAA Jewelers. You could go to Guns and Gold. There's a place called Guns and Gold yeah, in Salt Lake City. I've seen it, but I don't know that they would. That place has a big American flag in the window. <laughs> There's a place does. called All About Coins that it, that can't wait to buy your gold i guess but if it's a brick brick like that and we're talking potentially millions of dollars or at least you know hundreds of thousands per brick are they i mean who's equipped to give me cash for that and right. and, and then who who wouldn't see that and go oh my gosh hey billy bob get the get the fbi on the line i think we got something weird going. like it, it just seems like a bunch of flags saying, would go up i'm saying uh, uh, a place called utah gold buyers uh-huh. is going to for a nice finder's fee hook you up okay. they're gonna find someone 
who wants to you know give you a low low price all right as long as you prove that you got it from a ship in international waters right yeah. they kept spewing the maritime law to us again the reason money launderers love precious metals so much because they're just right. there's no tracing it like who mm-hmm. cares it's, it's just yeah. it, it just it is value you can right. go right. exchange it interesting all right well whenever i get my gold that i won't ever get i'll remember all yeah. this and right. figure it out 28 pounds is how much a bar of gold weighs that's, that's outrageous. a lot of pounds dude that is outrageous yeah that's that's a uh, yeah you can't take that on a plane is what I'm saying. No. Um, all right. Well, that's all well and good. But is this? Oh, this was almost called Ghost Jip. Oh, I'm sorry. Ghost uh, uh, Romani, Romani just, people. Romani just people. the ghost tip. Yeah, just the tip. <laughs> that's pretty good. You should have written that for me. Uh, and then finally, and I'm actually kind of proud of this one. Tritanic. <laughs> Ah, that's not bad all right hey quick emails uh, from listeners i see emails because i have two of them and a phone call we're going to rip through these uh this one is uh, jeff from columbus ohio who says hello yes first i went back to listen to your review of hudson hawk episode 47 from september wow. 30th 2010 thank you for doing that uh yes thank you for your service um about 25 minutes into the discussion of minority report happens in that movie i love that you guys still talk about that movie all the time love the show though jeff from columbus ohio like apparently, even before we got to sacking that thing, we would yeah. refer to it all the time. And oh, wow, that we makes me happy. At that point, that yeah. Crazy. Well, it it goes further back than that on ELR. Yeah. We used to talk about this, yeah. me and Scott. We did. Yeah. Yep. And you hated it then. You've been consistent. I am consistently a hater on the Minority Report. Yeah. Indeed. You never. You never were in it to win it for that movie. Yeah. No. Uh, here's one from Daryl who wrote in says, Hey Sackers, just wanted to make sure you guys knew that the 2010 film Legion, I'm speaking of Legion is currently on Netflix flicks, Paul Bettany, Dennis Quaid, Lucas Black, Adriana Palicki, and, uh, Charles S. Dutton. I like him too. And Randy's man crush Tyrese Gibson all feature in the film. Yeah. He's a tasty, he's a tasty man. Uh, plus Doug Jones does Scott's most favorite thing. Look weird and have a larger than normal mouth. Uh, he said, this turd is all wind. Love the show, though, Daryl. Yeah, we want to see this bad. Let's get it in there. I meant to see it when it came out, actually. So finally fulfilling my grand old wish. Uh, thank you for that email, Daryl. We will definitely, if if not, at the very least, we're getting it on the list and maybe even have it sooner than later because that thing is not going to be on Netflix very long, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, this is the phone call for the week, and this is funny. So check it out. Hey guys, this is Ashley, uh, aka Jackalope. This message is for film sec. Um, I apologize in advance for putting this mental image in your head again, but I cannot believe that you guys actually think that was Gerard Depardieu's butt in <laughs> The Man in the Iron Mask. That was clearly a butt double. He didn't even have the same color hair as Gerard Depardieu. He has like brown hair. It was absolutely not the same person. And what I want to know is, and what I spent the whole movie wondering, is why he and Gerard Depardieu couldn't trade off the wigs they were wearing. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I'm a little embarrassed that I spent so much time thinking about this. But anyway, uh, go back and look at that image again, if you dare. It's definitely not his butt. I think it's totally his butt. I disagree with Jackalope, Ashley. And no, I am not going to go back and watch that again. No. That the whole point think, of that call was to trick us, mm. right? 
it's a second yeah, look. I, we've been, we've been we've been butt rolled. <laughs> I feel like like if there's one person in the world that you can re- rely on to show his butt in a film, it's right. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> and I'll I'll be honest with you. I was only I was only watching out of the corner of my eye. Once once his butt possibility showed up on screen, yeah. I just kind of, yeah. you know, looked out of the corner of my eye. So yeah. I, I can't verify. Yeah, I I went back and captured it. I'm still sure it's him. I'm 100% sure that's him. This Brown, requires it, more research. Plus, it was too dark to see what color the hair on his... I assume she means the hair on his head, by the way. Right, right. Uh, but really? yeah, if his hair was... If the, like a body double's hair was brown, I think the lighting is impossible to tell if it was brown or blonde. Like, I think he is just... He's in an old barn. He tried to hang himself. He fell into a bunch of hay, and he's getting up, and that's his butthole. That's it. <laughs> that is Gerard I, Depardieu's that, that butthole. That is one of my favorite calls please keep those kind of calls coming. That, oh, yeah. that was awesome. Jackalope Ashley, a great member of the community, but also timely with the butthole call. Thank you. We never said the hole. That's right. Gerard, Gerard Tepardu likes his cheese with holes in it, if you know what I'm saying. All right, check this out, everybody. That's it for this. Uh, our next film. Oh, by the way, uh, that email address is uh, filmsackageemail.com. Leave us those voicemails at 801-471-0462. Our next movie is what? Is it Legion? Oh, Olympus has fallen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Legion has, has been moved. with uh, director Antoine Fuqua. Ooh, I like him. I'm a fan. Aww. Actually, really? That's him? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really? <laughs> He's good, though. He's a good actor. And He's a so is director. Olympus has fallen mm. with, with actors Gerard Butler, Aaron Eckhart, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I saw this, but I remember nothing. So that's good. 2013 hasn't been too long. Nope. Uh, oh, Dylan McDermott. Mm, uh, Dylan a- McDermott. Angela McDermott. Bassett. Melissa Leo's in this. Yeah. Next week. Okay. On film or sometime soon on FilmSec. All right. Uh, there's a, the first re- user review for this on IMDb says, turn off your brain, relax and enjoy the action ride. Well, we will. Random person on the internet. We will. Uh, so that's next week right here on FilmSack. Check it out. In the meantime, you can go to FilmSack.com. You got everything you need there, everything you're looking for. Um, I should p- probably mention this here because I haven't yet on the show. The feed got real big and was starting to be unwieldy and also a performance problem for both users and us. And it was also just cranking up the bandwidth. Uh, that's what happens. The larger your feeds get, this one's almost 10 years old. And uh, that tends to happen with a weekly show. So I have split it off and basically made it so... It contains uh, the the feed you're listening to now, if you're listening to the podcast, is the most recent 200 episodes. That will stay the same and will continually sort of just perpetually be 200 of the most recent episodes. Everything older than that has been moved to an archive feed, which you can find over at filmsack.com. There's a link for it. It's easy to find. It's just right there on the page. And you can subscribe to that if you're like, man, I want to go back and listen to everything from Kroll forward. You still totally can. It's not a problem at all. We just had to split the feeds to make that work. So... Uh, for those who are confused or wondering what that was about, uh, go do that. And also for those who uh, found that the feeds were, excuse me, the exact same name and some players won't do that, I have fixed that as of this morning. So they now are uh, named something different. Film Sack Archive, I believe is what I named it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's super easy. You go over there and put it in your uh, player of choice and boom, you got all the old episodes as if they were never gone. All right, that's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian. And for Randy. Furry man. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>